Hola, hola, chulas. Hi there. We are experts in intuitive eating for on-again, off-again chronic dieters, and we are here to help you take the guilt and stress out of eating so you can become the first in your family to break the diet cycle, just like we are in our families. We want you to be who you are without food guilt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, No More Guilt for Melissa and Your Latina Nutritionist for Delina. Are you ready? Let's break the diet cycle. Hey, it's me, Melissa. Before we start, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by No More Guilt with Melissa Landry. What you are about to listen to is not a professional coaching or counseling session. Each episode is a one-time conversation meant for educational purposes. Look, we're dietitians, but we're not your dietitian. Remember that podcasts don't constitute treatment. If you have concerns about your dieting behaviors, seek out guidance from a medical or mental health professional. And if you're looking for the process, support, and focus you need to live life without food guilt, apply for a coaching program from today's sponsor, me. I'm currently enrolling clients into one-to-one programs, group programs, and I recently added a do-it-yourself format, the Ex-Dieter's Guide to No More Guilt. Apply for a program at melissalandrynutrition.com. I hope to meet you soon. Hola, hola, chulas. Melissa. How are we? You know, making it through all these scams coming up this year. <laughs> well, you know, next week is the Blue Monday that you, you know to last week. So we are hot mess. We're not going to get tricked this year. We're not going to get tricked. That's what mm-hmm. we're not going to do. And we're talking about everyone's least favorite application, Noom today. Did I tell you that I downloaded it some time ago? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I vaguely heard you say this. And then I was like, did you pay for that? <laughs> so here's what happens. Because they are like, when you go to sign up for any type of weight loss program and you're like, well, I don't know. And they're like, well, what if we slash the price? And you're like, well, I don't know. I'm like, what if we slash the price again? So I went through their whole, there's like a quiz. And at the Uh end, they were like, do you want to pay for it? And I was like, no, they were like, do you want ever a penny? And I was like, okay. What? Literally on my credit card statement, it says like Noom Inc. 0.01 cent. So I paid one penny and that's for the trial. So I did pay one penny. I am not you know, canoodling. How long was the trial? Culture. I think it was a 10 day trial. So yeah. So I actually played around with it. I wasn't religious with it because it was hard to do. And we'll talk about that. So yeah, I downloaded it because I wanted to really get a little bit, I had suspected what they were doing, but I wanted to get uh-huh. a little bit more, you know, that investigative reporter stuff. Like I wanted uh-huh. to get in there for a minute. The, I feel like I just, I'm like so oblivious to like these scams because Noom doesn't really aim for the latinx community Mm. so like not yet i'm not not yet yeah i literally don't hear much about it like i don't really get commercials or like also don't listen to podcasts even though you are a podcaster and i think if you did you would be singing a different tune right now i don't listen to podcasts i don't watch people's stories i (laughs) i mean it's only my lifeblood i listen to podcasts all the live long day yeah, no, podcasts, it's really rough. And it's really sad when like personalities you like are like promoting Noom all the time. And it's like, please really? stop. Yeah, it's not, oh, man. it's not a good scene. Well, I don't want to say Noom is a scam yet. We're going to keep the question open. Is Noom a scam? The spoiler is like, I would call it a scam light. It's not as ridiculous as some of the things we're going to talk about next week. Like the uh-huh. fads that are just yeah. totally bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it is a a shape shifting version of mm. 
clinical weight loss programs that have been for a long time. So we're going to talk about how they weave in some of the quote science of weight loss, which has been debunked for the most part into this handheld quote psychology program. So I just want to have you ask some questions about it and I'm going to tell you what I found and we're going to debrief my experience with Noom. All right, let's do this. My first question what the heck is a psychology that they're talking about? Because like, I feel like I saw a few people post about this and I was like, what? And you know how I am, Melissa. I really don't dig in. If it's not something that I really care about, I'm like, whatever. She's a I'll let somebody else come. <laughs> She's like, the headline infuriated me. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but the, no brain space to go investigate. I'll trust that this so what is, is this? <laughs> well, that's right. So whenever you hear about Noom, they often put a tagline like that. This is the new psychology. It's a psychology based approach to weight loss. And I think a lot of times when you read that, it's like, oh, okay, this is different, right? This isn't some sort of crazy restriction. It also underscores this idea that like you are fundamentally broken in a problem, right? Like, oh, I'm going to need some heavy dose psychology to change my eating behaviors. So I don't love the branding for what it implies, but I do think it makes people think this is something new, something cutting edge. This also links to some of that like biohacking bro culture mindset that people can have. Like maybe if we can outsmart ourselves, we could optimize our health. So they definitely, they like that word psychology to sound shiny. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I can, if I can't get it together on my own, then I have to like rewire my brain which is kind of like what we help people do but not in this way (laughs) right all right right. rewire it for the purposes of becoming smaller and that's where you know some of the marketing gets muddied because what they have done is bought up a ton of seo ad space i don't know if that's the right way to say that but basically if you google search anti-diet or you google search intuitive eating a lot of times the first hit is going to be a new advertisement. So what they're doing is they're taking all of these neutral tools and flipping them towards weight loss, which we know is not the intent of intuitive eating. So as far as I can tell, the psychology they're using is cognitive behavioral therapy. And you and I have- Not our friend, CBT. CBT is a friend. You know, CBT is like a gold standard treatment for anxiety and depression. It is evidence-based. All it means is that you can work on restructuring your thoughts. You can work on labeling your feelings to change your behaviors. And so what Noom has included in the app is stuff like goal setting, specifically around a weight. It's pretty annoying because they ask you what weight you want to be without. Oh, you know, because we can do that. Like we could just boom, pick Mm -hmm. a number. Yeah, we've got it. They ask, what weight do you want to be? And then they're like, do you want to lose weight fast or slow? Again, as if you could. Yeah. So the goal setting they do is often around that weight. Then they offer self-monitoring, which is another tool of cognitive behavior therapy, which basically says it's like, if you get feedback on your behavior, you're more likely to change your behavior. So they include things like tracking your calories. You can log those things like exercise, right? So they figure if you see it, you'll do more of it. The feedback that they give you is through red, yellow, green light labeling on foods. Higher calories get red, lower calories get green, which means that things like salmon and almonds and uh, flashios, like stuff that nobody's arguing is nutritious, nobody's arguing there, wind up giving you a red light. 
they also do things like boosting your belief. You can do something that's part of cognitive behavioral therapy, like self-efficacy, like you can do it. We believe in you. We'll talk about why that's a problem in a second. And then they also have incentives, like little badges and things you can earn. That's another, like with your kid. Yeah. Like a little sticker chart, these techniques of like goal setting, feedback, stuff like that. There's nothing bad or wrong with that. I would say Delina, you and I use that with our clients yeah. now and again, because these strategies do work. But the problem is, is they're putting them on top of dietary restriction, which we know the body biologically bucks. So that's where the psychology is real, but it's put on something that's, it's like putting this psychology on like, well, maybe if I goal set, I could jump to the moon. I mean, no, the goal setting is not going to make your legs powerful enough to jump to the moon. It's problematic. And I think that uh, it just makes me so sad. Again, I say this, I feel like I'm a broken record. Like they take stuff that we know is great and make it so diet culture and take it so far to the left that people get so deterred from it, like just so angry at it. So what's the word? I'm thinking in Spanish right now. Like I want to say detest, but that's not the word. <laughs> Wait, say it a different um, way. Like they get like just so angry at it that they kind of like swing to the other end of the pendulum and they're like, screw this. I'm not doing any of it. When a lot of these things can be really good. No, I know what you mean. Journey. What is the word that I want to use? Like reactive or like maybe disgusted? I don't know. Disgusted. I said detest. I don't know. That's all right. Yeah, I'll get what I'm saying. It's like, (laughs) it makes me so angry because there's so many things that they steal from us. And then when we, when you come to us, you're just so angry and so just over everything that this could be triggering for us to even talk to you about because you've had such a negative connection to it. Right. I can't tell you. I just had a client yesterday who said, you know, we're doing, like I said, the word, do you want to set a goal around that or something? She's like the word goal. Like I can't. And I'm like, you're right. That's just, that's just language that, but what we're talking about is creating focus. Like focus is important. And I think that that is important because a lot of people get overwhelmed with intuitive eating and all the different things that they could do that they never get like progress on one aspect. So it's totally true that you know, when you're working with someone to tell them like this stuff bothers me. Like, I don't want a goal set. I don't want to track. Great. That actually is not a requirement for intuitive yeah. eating. It's tools you can use, but yeah, it's, it gives you the heebie-jeebies if you've been around yeah. it too long. Ugh. All right. So tell me about like when you sign up, cause I'm the person that signs up for nothing. So <laughs> I didn't even know you could get them to take you down to a well, penny. <laughs> if you've got a spare penny, just ping, you can flip that over to Noom and you can see this for yourself. Okay. So I will say the the start of it is kind of like cute. Do you use Headspace ever? Have you seen it? She just made this face. Like I just got through telling you, I don't sign up for this. (laughs) Any of you who have used Headspace, I think that the, like the art in Headspace is so cute. The design of it is just so adorable. It makes me feel so nice. They have a very similar vibe where these like these cute little cartoons and it's like nice and friendly. But the first thing it says is like, do you believe? And it makes you like, be like, yes, I believe. And they're doing that technique of self-efficacy, which is like, if you get people to point their attention toward the confidence and the reasons why they can do something, they're more likely to follow through. But again, weight loss is not something you can just believe yourself into. It's not magic. So it, it kind of pissed me off that they're taking a technique and they're trying to defy the law of physics. Like you're saying, like genetics is going to dictate our weight, your access to food 
might dictate your weight, your dieting and medical history and your set point weight are all things that you can't just put on a toggle on an app and say, I want to be this weight and I want it to happen this fast. They're even doing stuff where they're like, well, why do you want to do it this fast? And you can select, I have an event. You can say, oh, I'm going to a wedding. And it just reinforces. I I wish you guys could see Delia's face right now. Pick up your jaw, pick up your jaw. (laughs) I just like, I just want to point out that if it was that easy to just like get up and lose weight, like Oprah wouldn't would not be, be like now? the Weight Watchers person, yeah. right? Like she yeah. wouldn't be a lifetime member. <laughs> yeah. So it's all the money in the world. It's frustrating because it's like, this isn't a diet. They'll say things like it's the new psychology, but for anyone who has done a weight loss program before, this sounds wildly familiar, Exactly, wildly familiar. And there's more to come, but this was the introduction. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. What does Noom stand for? Did know. they tell you? Like what, why? Like N-O-O-M? Like what the frick is Noom? Hear me <laughs> typing. What does Noom stand for? Do you really like, think about the time before the internet when you couldn't just ask questions? You couldn't do nothing. I know. Oh my God. Well, you had to go get your like encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously my research is right now. No, I don't think we have, I don't think, I don't trust these. I don't, I don't trust these. I don't know. We we're going to have to, we're going to look this up later. Oh. Um, something says it's moon spelled backwards. <laughs> Why? Maybe, maybe when I like said you could, you can't force jumping to the moon. Like it's like oh, a, damn, it's like a code. Like they're like Noom. This is fake. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. I'm done with this conversation right now. Okay. Well, I got more. I can't for even you, move so. on. I know you do, but I'm like, ugh, stick to my stomach down here. This is well. <laughs> if anything, you're consistent. You're like, this is why I can't move forward and download things. Like, <laughs> She can't get past the headline. Me, I'm like, what's happening in here? I'm like little. You're very brave. I just curious don't have the mental space for that. You know, like. Well, I mean, I how am I supposed to protect my babies out there, my clients, if I don't know what they're getting thrown? That's at? right. I mean, I know everything about Herbalife, so come at me True. with that one. Bro. True. You, you're a different. You're a different like reconnaissance <laughs> mission over there. Okay, so yeah, like. The initial experience, I think if you have, especially if you're in a situation like when do we download weight loss apps? Obviously when we're having a negative body image day, when we, maybe Mm -hmm. we just had a binge, we can't stand it anymore. Like it's catching you obviously in a moment where things are feeling not so great. And then Mm -hmm. they try to inspire hope again, which is gross. Like that's, that's not helpful, especially it's for like, people who've gone through it so many times. They try to pick you up when you're down and say, we're the answer. Yeah. yeah. We got you. Yeah. Which is great. We should be picking people up when they're, you know, down, but not in this way. Okay. So yeah. I love to play devil's advocate. I love to talk about both sides of the story. Is there anything good about Noom? Okay. I was trying to find some good things in it because like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I say this to my clients all the time, like, Intuitive eating, health at every size is not dogma. Your your job is not to like do what all the people who are leading the movement say. Your job is to decide what parts of that work for you and what parts don't. Like that's really effectively how you make this sustainable and feel real in your life. So I did try to find something good. All right. So one thing that they do is they say all foods fit. And I think that they do try to encourage people to include all foods with the exception of the red light, green light thing, right? Like they are not restrict. They're not saying you have to do low carb. You have to do, they do give people some choice, but it falls apart. 
I mean, can you explain to me how, if they have a red light, green light thing, how red light foods are all food fits? Like that, like in my head, my brain is trying to make sense of like, if you just told me that a food is red, how the hell am I supposed to have it all the yeah. time? Yeah. Because all and I think fit. that's where they have like their philosophy falls apart. Like the, the phrase all foods fit is what I agree with, but the way they implement all foods fit is all wrong. And let me tell you how they ruined it. There's like these little auto t- audio tutorials. The other thing is like, it effing feels like homework. Like every day you're like, they're like, listen to this 10 minute inspirational audio. This is where I started to fall apart. I started doing really good research and then I got lazy. I was like, I cannot, I don't have time for this. But one of the audios were like, there's no bad foods, just bad habits. Which like, I was like, so I'm the problem? Like, you know, the the potato chips I'm eating aren't bad, but like, I'm bad for the way that I eat them. <laughs> or because so I picked them. Because like, I feel no better because they're you. bad. You're right. Oh. Like, so this is where it gets kind of like, maybe this isn't something good about it, but it's something that like intuitive eating does work off choice and all foods fit. They're trying to liberalize the restriction, but it's still effing restriction at the end of the day, because there's a quote, right answer, which is the dumb calorie restriction they gave you probably 1200, which we know is how much a toddler needs. So I take that back. That wasn't good. All right. Let me tell you something else I found. They offer exercise as something optional, but encouraged. And I kind of liked that because they weren't prescribing exercise in some sort of way. They did seem to try to get people to think about like, well, what do you like about movement? It's obviously, you know, there's, there's things that can benefit you. What are some goals that you have? So they were a little bit more open-ended on the movement, which I wish they were about the food. Like if they had coached people on the food that way, that could have invited some more internal motivation around food changes. So I thought that was getting closer to being okay. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, this is still dieting on the DL in a way like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it is where it's like, it's like, it's like passive aggression. It is passive aggressive because like, if you're telling me I have to do all of these other things, but then you're like leaving, you know, exercise to the wind, like, and then when I don't do it, you're it's like I'm subconsciously blaming myself for it you know what I mean like it's it's like a catch-22 yeah yeah Um, I I, like I can't explain it but it's like I get even this stinks it's a good yeah it's like it's good but you see where it's the wind yeah it's so sneaky that's the word I feel like they they position it like I'm just gonna leave this right here you know like there's this there's and because that they they pin this to the weight goal I feel like if this was said without a weight goal all right, we're leaning more towards a more of an intuitive eating vibe here. But because they had you start the process by putting a weight goal in, you and me and everybody else now knows that this is the goal. So putting the movement and the exercise all around and be like, up to you, but you have this goal and you believe in yourself. So what you going to do? <laughs> it's sort of exactly. sets up the guilt and the failure. So Exactly. It's like, you want me to do all these other things. And then you're like, but never mind about yeah. the, the exercise. That's up to you. But if you don't do it, that's why you failed. Yeah. All right. I had one more thing that was good. Maybe yeah, kind of good. I'm like air quoting so bad. I had to dig. Okay. They have a mindfulness focus, but you know what? As I say it, I see it. What do you think the mindfulness is pointed on? It's on getting yourself calm so you don't emotionally eat, which yes, but when it's pinned towards like, don't emotionally eat because that's bad Mm -hmm. because you're going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're also like, let's, you know, not be mindless eaters, which again can be a positive, but for the sole purpose of 
what it's going to do to the weight versus how you feel in your body. I don't think it hurts. They do have a, um, I think they have a pairing with Headspace or some mindfulness app, like meditation in and of itself has so many benefits. So I think it's nice that they bring that closer to people, but like the other quote, good things we've mentioned, the fact that the weight loss goal is like housing all of these skills is making everything a little bit muddy. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. And honestly, I want to shoot myself in the foot right now and say that I'll never create an app because, you know, the sky's the limit, but it's an app really going to give you everything you need. It's true. It's true. I'm not trying, like, again, it's, it's magical we never thing. know, you know, we never know if like Melissa and Delita decide one day to create an app. But like, Delita's like, for the future, when they play this, and they're going to play this on the news, you think they're like, um, actually... You said we're, we're gonna get so the app we make is gonna get so big that they're gonna post, they're gonna pull this audio file. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You dream big. I love that for you. And I'm I'm coming. I'm ha- hitching to that star. There's so much nuance. They make it seem like you're gonna download this app and you're just going to like be able to magically fix yourself into losing weight right like like you are something that needs to be fixed right and that this app is going to help you do that but like even when we talk about cbt like that's something that you do with like another human being Mm -hmm. coaching you through watching your reactions Right. right like feeding off the feelings and what's happening in the room your body language like so much and this app doesn't even know it can't tell you your hunger it's telling you the pistachios are in the red but damn it what if you really want a handful of pistachios yeah well, i'm you're, just angry right now you're what, touching tell on me something. what pissed you off well well hold on because i trust me we're gonna get there i think we're already I'm pissed right off. now i think I'm we're already in the red zone emotionally that is another criticism delina that this app is a technology company first and foremost and so i don't know if you know this i used to work at a startup in a time before. And I worked with engineers and they are brilliant, amazing people, but they think like an algorithm, right? So when they're programming software, like you're saying, someone probably said to them, well, like, you know, like psychologist maybe who does weight loss was like, yeah, well, if someone did this, I would say this, they would interview that person. And then they'd go, okay, well, let's make that into a, a program. Let's distill it so that we can scale this because that's how tech companies make money. They have to scale, scale, scale and sell lots and lots of subscriptions in order to keep going. So the program is very much like a robot, not a human. And particularly for people who have a lot of emotional baggage around their dieting history, this app is not going to give a shit about that. (laughs) This app is not going to kind of sense like, hey, is goal setting kind of making you feel like you want to rebel right now? (laughs) It's not going to ask you that question at all. So 100% observation on that, Delina. All right, let's, you want to stay angry? You want to keep I mean, I prefer not to. I'm trying to enjoy my Thursday. (laughs) I should have like, we should have, maybe we'll put it on my period. It's even worse. Like I'm already, I'm already having a stank attitude today. I feel like we need to um, do these types of episodes, you know, consistent with, we can do some cycle mapping. (laughs) Make sure everybody gets through alive. Okay. So a few other things that annoyed me, especially for people who have done this a million times and are downloading the app, thinking it's something new. Delina, I'm not friggin' kidding you. There's a button where you click and it's not even like, this is where they started to get like lazy with the app design. You click a button And it's like a PDF pops up with all the palm portions where it's like a deck of cards is a serving. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> are we still doing this? Like this was literally like 1950s. Like that's how, like, this is, it's so old school. And I'm like, are you really trying to play off? Like you're this new psychology technology and showing people decks of cards and checkbooks. Like, like people use checkbooks anymore. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. Don't be talking about checkbooks. You make me send you checks every month. Okay. <laughs> that is our personal business. <laughs> Like now I feel like we'd explain. Delina and I split the cost of an editor and she sends me a check every month for her half. What? <laughs> People do use checks. Don't bad mouth checks. I actually love your checks. They make me feel special. You have a beautiful signature, by the way. We didn't talk about it. Okay, okay stay on desk. <laughs> okay, so anyways, people do use checkbooks, but comparing food to checkbooks is lame. The other thing that they they do, it is calorie counting. Like that's the basis. That's the method that they are using to help you lose weight. So all these bells and whistles around it, it's just calorie counting at the end of the day. We talked about the red, yellow, green categorization. That gives me the feeling of points. And that means shaming. How many of our clients have done Weight Watchers, even though they've stopped for years, they will be like, I look at an English muffin and I still go six points. They can't unlearn it. So stop that. It suggests daily weigh-ins and they do this really icky language and they're like, say hello to your frenemy, the scale. And they have a whole audio skill about how to do a weigh-in. And this is- Did you listen to these? These ones I listened to. Yeah, this was in the very beginning. I mean, I'm sure there are more egregious audio recordings, but like- You only had 10 days. I'm trying to to run a business. (laughs) I can't can't be. Um, So yeah, like it's- but this one in particular was like, you called it your frenemy. Like you're, you're already labeling this thing as like, a to- it's like, a, it's, it's, it's labeling the toxicity. And I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, do you see it? No. Do you see the toxicity? A few more things. Moderation is a word that they like to say a lot and they make these really cringy jokes. So one tutorial says, what would make your weight fluctuate? It goes, if you're stranded on a desert island or a dessert island, which implies that like eating desserts make you I'm fat. Done. I am done. Super fat phobic joke. It's I'm not, done. I know, I know. And then this is my last one that I caught and there's probably many more. There's messaging in there. It says, it's explaining how to reduce calories by making it analogous to a cheeseburger. So it said something like, if you cut out, I forget the exact example. Like if you cut out a slice of bread a day, that's the same calorie in 11 cheeseburgers as if like all fat people are eating cheeseburgers. Like it's like, it's equating. There's a lot of like moral assumption. I would like to come to the defense of bread and say that not all bread is created equal. So I just want to say that. Okay. I'm here for you, bread. I'll be your lawyer. Yeah. I mean, I don't think uh, bread bread's doing all right. Bread's been around for centuries. It's going to survive this comment from you. <laughs> this, this stuff is what really, again, when we say, well, you know, it's a, it, this is a more flexible dieting plan than, you know, doing shakes and starving yourself. It's using psychology, but it's still reinforcing all the guilt, all the shame, all the fat bias, the anti-fat bias that we, we see causing a lot of problems for people in the first place, right? These are the things that cause people to feel bad about themselves to then go on these diets. So at the end of the day, do better. Do and better. it makes me angry because because they use the word psychology, they make it seem like, well, we told you, we coached you, we trained you, mm-hmm. we helped your brain change. If this doesn't work, then it's your fault. Right. Right. 
Not cool. So if Noom were to do better, like if they were to, because I don't think there's anything wrong with people responding to the messaging of like, I want to improve my health or I want to feel better in my body or, you know, like some of the messaging they use is like, yeah, okay, sure. Different country. We're all allowed to do these things and feel good. What they would say is that weight loss is not a guarantee. Like if they just put that label on there and said, look, we can maybe promise you a a modest, quote, modest amount of weight loss. And even if we do, you're going to have to follow this plan the rest of your life. You're going to have to calorie track like this the rest of your life. If that's the way that the weight loss came, it sucks. It reinforces diet culture, but at least they would be telling the truth. They act as if this this app, and, and I mean, that's, that's a really small step that diet programs and companies can take is to put a warning label on it is to say, these are the probable outcomes that are going to happen. And here are the probable symptoms that you will face because you have body autonomy. If you want to choose these programs, you can, but wouldn't it be nice if they let us know what would happen to us when we did so we could make that informed choice. But we all know that marketing is bells and whistles. Yeah, so it's not, it's never going to be that. This is my mm-hmm. fantasy ask. <laughs> Secondly, if they were to employ tracking, because it is an app. So if you're going to be an app company, you got to have something to do in the app, right? So if they were going to do tracking, like you mentioned before, any type of tracking that would raise awareness about emotional state, about hunger or fullness, about preferences, timing of meals. So you could learn patterns of things that like work for your body and make you feel good would be a really awesome thing. I I'm, think not, that, I'm not liking that you're giving these people ideas. Well, they're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. And again, this last one, they might. These apps exist. There are many fabulous apps that do these things. The thing is, all of this would require them to not sell weight loss. If they didn't sell weight loss, they wouldn't make as much money because they're preying on the fears of people. And that's why we're going into this. What is it? Blue Monday. I was about to call it Sad Monday. Blue Monday next week, a little bit differently. It's blue and sad. So, you know, if you had a different experience with Noom, I'd love to hear it. If you had an experience that resonated with Noom, also would love to hear it. I hope that this was helpful for anyone who was like, let me just see what it's like. Look, we just told you, you don't have to, you don't have to pay the one penny. You don't need to do that. Not even. Instead, maybe it's a good time to, you still got your free guide, right? On your website? Yeah. Okay. Selena has a free guide. I have a free guide. Go check them out. Maybe if you, if you got some energy and you want to invest in yourself, maybe trying it in a different direction this year is a good idea. Yeah. Up to you. We have tons of free resources. I know. So many. Just bebop around that website. I feel like I'm updating it every day. I know. Gosh. My brain is constantly going. This is why I don't have time for these apps. All right. Well, now that I need to bring myself back from all this anger. That was today's episode. (laughs) (laughs) We'd love for you to leave us a review wherever you found this podcast so that we can help women like you looking to heal their relationship with food. Find our show. I agree. We appreciate hearing from you and maybe you want to tell a friend about this podcast. We love when you help spread our message. And until next time, we'll see you on Insta, just like we found each other. Thanks for being here with us and for being who you are. Peace, love, and break the diet cycle.